frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul with a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal oh frosty the snowman is a fairy tale they say he was made of snow but the children know how he came to life one day there must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found for when they placed it on his head he
Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of The Arnie State Show. Last broadcast week of the year. It's here. We're going to have some fun. Now, we got a couple stories here and there that we got to do that's in the news. But they're fun and they're entertaining type stories. We're not going to talk about, but you know, uh, yeah, Israelis getting bludgeoned to death. Because it's going on. But this week we're just gonna we're gonna settle it down. We're just gonna have a little bit of fun this week. Uh, it, 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 like I said last broadcast week, look today, today, today we start the reading of the Dusty Roads book. I mean, how excited are you? Now we gotta send some good vibes Christopher's way because he's not feeling good. He's supposed to be on tomorrow. We well we might have to push him back this week. That's okay. No big deal. Not a big deal, I promise you at all. Now, before I can do anything today, we have to we have to halt the show. Because today there there, there there's some uh, there's special birthday today. Man, oh man. Very, very special birthday today to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. He lives in northern Nevada. But he's not the only person in northern Nevada celebrating a birthday today. Somebody even more important is celebrating today. Turn it up. Happy fucking birthday going out to the one 
and only Warbird. You talking to the Rolex wearing, Woo! diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, Woo! wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Warbird, my main man, happy birthday to you. I hope that you have a fantastic birthday, and I hope that the show gets you going in the right direction today. Um, great weekend, I, I, I have to say it. Amazing weekend, and thanks to Braddy Kid. Even though Braddy Kid was sick as a dog all weekend, good Lord. Um, I got my wrestling fix in. I mean, Friday night, got to say Ring of Honor, got to see the Von Erics. Holy shit, Kevin came out to the ring. Holy shit. Got to see Mark Briscoe team with FTR in a kick-ass bloody match. And then Saturday night, went back to the, the Curtis Caldwell Center in Garland, which, by the way, does not have a bad seat. Watch me some AEW there. Von Erichs were there afterwards. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Great week. So, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Now, do I want to talk about the Cowboys? No. Look here. Look here. Everybody who wants to try to clown me on it, I told y'all, motherfuckers, what happens when we play good teams? That happens. And when the Cowboys, I tell you what, when the Cowboys get beat, they get beat. Holy shit, Dak looked terrible. Dak lost the MVP yesterday. Happy to see that. By the way, the uh, the football picks uh, are in for the week. Uh, leading into tonight's game, uh, Joe Murphy was 7-8 and eight on the week. I was 9-6. and six. I am extending the lead. He has the Eagles, and I went on the limb to take the Sea Chickens tonight. We will see what happens. Now, let's get to it. Let's start this show. Let's say some good mornings to some people, shall we? Gibby, first one here. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Good morning to you, my friend. He says, first one here. Good morning, ass. Battleborn. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Damn right. Good morning to you in the beautiful state of Nebraska. Hockey player. Good Monday, ass family. The good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. Off of work for Christmas break, so no distractions from the show. Fantastic, because you will be quizzed later. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. He did. Trucker James does that all the time. He says, good morning, ass family. Love TSO. Saw him in Sacramento a couple weeks ago. Very, very good show. Very, very good show indeed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Andrew is in the house. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not wake up black this morning? Because I'm pretty sure I did. Mm-hmm. Yep, still black. Says, holy shit, ass family, it's almost Christmas. Yes, yes, indeed, it is almost Christmas. Uh, a week from a week from today. Holy shit. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? 
says, a good morning, ass family. Three days of work, then break time for a couple weeks. I'll be watching Arnie on Twitch when it breaks time. When it break time, there it is. There's the Twitch link. Good morning to Twitch people out there everywhere. I hope that you're doing well. The one and only Braddy Kid. Oh my luckies! Oh my luckies! Stars is in the house. Hey, mm. you're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Oh, is it? Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Not the first time she's ever threatened me with that. There's the birthday boy. You're talking to the Rolex. Yeah. Wearing diamond ring. Wearing kiss stealing. Woo. Wheeling dealing. Limousine right. All right, we got it. It says, good morning, ass family. What a great weekend to be a Niner fan. NFC West champs. Well, the Cowboys are in the playoffs. They secured a playoff spot, and I'm not happy about it. Look. The best thing the Cowboys can hope for is that they get the the division winner of the NFC South because that's a shitty division. So hopefully we get them and get our one playoff win like we get each and every fucking year thanks to Dak Prescott. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Good morning to you, says best family ever. King Steve! Says, morning, ass. Too bad that driver missed Biden yesterday. Yeah, there was a car accident, and Biden was, like, you know, going to his motorcade, and somebody crashed into, like, the back, back car of it. He got all spooked about it, like anything was going to happen to him. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Tasman. <laughs> Says, happy wet Monday, ass family. Have the best possible, everyone. You too, my friend. I hope that you are doing good on this very, very nice Monday here. It's cold here. I don't have an anger problem. Yeah. I have an idiot problem. There he is. Special Kale says, good morning. How about them lions? Is that Lemmy? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Look, this is the week I do Christmas music, and I play fun Christmas music. Now, that leads us into, as I have the week's schedule in front of me, tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the triumphant holiday return of celebrity-ass deathmatch. The worst Christmas songs of all time. And boy, do I have some good ones for you. Boy, do I have some good ones for you. Oh, I'm excited about it. So excited about it. Uh, v Coop in the house. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Bills looked really good last night. They're right on track to get bounced out of the playoffs by the Chiefs again. Yeah, that's pretty. That, that's, that's going to happen. I, 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 I agree. Cowboys are going to get bounced out by hopefully not the Falcons or the Buccaneers. Hopefully we'll wait and just get fucking trounced by the Niners or Eagles again. Uh, <laughs> I can only hope that. As Spain says, good morning, ass family. All aboard the Dak hate train for the sane Cowboy fans. Choo-choo, motherfucker. He, he's awful. I'm, how many days? He got sacked so many times yesterday. I fell asleep during the game. It was awful. Derek. Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Becca. What a hell of a thunderstorm here in NorCal last night. Boo Monday. Yes, boo Monday indeed. Panda. I love trash. Says, good morning on this wet Monday. Chuck says, I guess being partially deaf in one ear is helpful. I slept through the thunderstorms and sack last night. Safety guy, good morning to you, my friend. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says, uh, happy Monday-ass family DNA. Have you seen my wiener? Good morning, Arnie and ass family. Fred is all up in the heezy. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? 
Because men can't have kids with other men. That is very, very true. Fred says, uh, good morning, y'all. Happy Monday. Today starts my involuntary two-week vacation. I start my new job on the second. Awesome. Well, have have a great two weeks off. Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 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 This is good morning, ass. Good morning to you, Stinkfest. This is good morning, ass. How about that Brock Purdy? Not a bad job managing that game yesterday. No, they whooped ass again yesterday. I mean, that's all the Niners are doing is whooping ass. God damn, it's pissing me off. Not pissing gold off. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Says good morning, ass family. Arnie Dak did it, did it again. Yeah. Oh. Hey uh, yo. I, I believe me. I know he did it again. Uh, there's Blueberry Sun. On Blueberry Hill. Says good morning from Northern California. Well, good morning to you here from North Texas. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says yo. Uh, happy birthday to the Warbird. Oh, hell yeah. Looking forward to reading the knock-knock and the fart jokes. Maybe a few prank calls sprinkled in for the good measure. Oh, Chuck, are you looking at my schedule? Chuck, are you looking at my schedule? Don't look at my schedule, Chuck. Uh, happy birthday to the Warbird. 49, I know it's our year now. I'm 49 just like my team. Thank you, thank you. Holy shit, I didn't know Stone Cold Steve Austin shares a birthday with my son. He turns four today. Well, happy birthday, young Stone Cold. Uh, Warbird got to start his day off with wood. Thanks to ass. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's I, I try. I try. Christine. Christine. 16. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you, Jenny. 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 Oh, and Battleborn, God bless you. God, you know what? I left that off the weekend wrap-up because I feel kind of bad, but I don't because it happened again. Another national championship in Austin? Are you kidding me? Hook them horns to the Lady Longhorns. And they beat Nebraska. You know the volleyball team that has 98,000 people come to see them play? Lady Longhorns whooped that ass. Three sets to nil. Poor Joe. Poor, poor Joe. I'm not going to call and rub it in on Joe today. I will, though, on Thursday remind him that the Lady Longhorns are back-to-back national fucking champs. Woo! How about that? Uh, let's see. Uh, Dave Co. in the house. Where we got? Who played the Bills yesterday disguised as the Cowboys? No, that's the real Cowboys right there, Dave Co. But I didn't get spooked. He was obvious uh, as to what was going on before the accident. It looked like he had his own accident. Andrew says, I haven't seen him beating like that since the Wine Rock incident. Hey, if we're going to watch on Twitch, can we at least get a nipple? I've got a story about that coming up, Darren. Davis Flyboy, there's a new name. Davis Flyboy, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing good this morning. Welcome to the big show, Freedom Girl. Says, good morning, Arnie Nass family. Go Niners. The Coop, Nebraska will be recruiting a few dudes for the women's team next year. Darren says, Joe Murphy's ice maker couldn't protect the Lady Cornhuskers. No, no, they couldn't. 
Did anyone see the Panthers attendance? Like 180 people. Damn. I saw a picture of the stadium. That's embarrassing. That is just embarrassing. What, what's this link? Is this the picture of the stadium? Texas man strikes, kills pedestrian who landed inside car. Drive 38 miles with body and passenger seat. Well, I mean, you don't want to stop. I mean, unless the guy's got to go to the can or something. You, you don't want to stop then. <laughs> Sorry, I got to clean out all the dip from my mouth because, well, it's time to kind of start the show. Even though we did start the show with good mornings and all kinds of things like that. Oh, um, uh, let me get this. Uh, yeah, you're on the show. Who's this? Well, yeah. Oh, God. And I just wanted to call and say no. Merry Christmas, y'all, and Arnie. No. Oh, Arnie, I what? know that you forgot about my birthday because yeah. I didn't get anything. I was just wondering what I'm getting for Christmas this year. Hashtag Christian Louboutin, hashtag Gucci, hashtag Fendi. Y'all know me. Yeehaw. Um, for all the new people, uh, this was the woman who uh, suckled the life out of me for three years from 2007 to 2010. The one and only Satana. And usually, if I know she's calling, I have her music ready. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people are blitz worth seeing there. It's just a real pit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Yeah, you are. Every time. I have the phone potted down because otherwise she'd still be talking. So you call, you're asking for a gift? You think you're going to get a gift from me? My God, don't you have a husband for that? Well, the funny thing there is that he wasn't quite as gullible. I mean, I mean understanding mm-hmm. as you were, Arnie. You see, I went home. Oh, yeah? And I went to Hooters again, and the damnedest thing happened, y'all. Really? I went to the men's bathroom, and I started sucking dick again. Wow. It was crazy. That is Hashtag crazy. when you got one, suck one. Gobble, gobble. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so he, he didn't find that quite as amusing as I did, you're saying. Oh, that's just fantastic. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that just sounds horrible. <laughs> are, are, did, are, 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 do you think that he, he's done with you? Are you about to be a five-time repeat bride? No, no, it ain't that bad yet, and don't pretend like you care. I have completely got to beat him down just like I did you before mm-hmm. that even happens, and then maybe, y'all, I'll be dipping my foot into the lady pool. Oh, God. Hashtag girl, girl, yeah, no. yeah. Hashtag Snapchat. Yeehaw, y'all. Well, at least you have a plan in place, so uh, I- anything, I mean, what... Why are you calling me? Well, I told you already. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to you and the ass family out there. And remember, when a guy wants to slide down your chimney, tell him the back door is always open, y'all. Since when? Hashtag anal. Hashtag really? play. Hashtag gimme, gimme. Yeah, Snapchat, Hooters.com, y'all. Merry Christmas. Now play my song. Now, if you weren't here a couple years ago, she did bless us with a song, a holiday song. 
and here you go. <laughs> On the twelfth day of Christmas, Arnie didn't give me a twelve pack of malt liquor, eleven Tennessee jock straps, ten herpes bumps, nine giant queefs, eight day after pills, seven bathrooms, some booters. Five giant butt plugs. Here we go. Four yeehaws, three Snapchats, two baby scares, and a money shot from a preacher. Yeehaw. Oh, God. Well, at least we got that call out of the way. Uh, poor Steelers. Uh, poor Joe. Steelers are shit. Nebraska football can't qualify for a bowl. Now the women's team loses national champions. She could represent point three five divorce proceedings. Yeah. Oh, she could easily represent that. I mean, of all time. Yes, I agree with you. Uh there he is. There's Colin and my man Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> now starting this morning, we will have a five part series this week on the book. Dusty Rhodes, The Reflections of the American Dream, read as only Dusty could read them. Uh, Well, it's coming up on 2024. She has to find a new model husband for the year. 2023 is breaking down. I'll never hear gobble, gobble the same way. Big Coop says, what happened to Satan is only two chances to get pregnant. She blew them both. Hope she gets ass cancer. Oh, there is my main man. It's T-shirt time. 1210 is t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 1210. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. Oh. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Right now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. It says, good morning, everybody. After the move of all my equipment, picked up Gremlins, all issues uh, repaired, and then my print head crapped out. 4T5 is down, but working hard to get back up. I'm ordering new print heads this morning. Just waiting on California to wake up. 4T5printing.com. Look, oh, come on now. We got to send good vibes, Maggie's Ray. Wait. Come on. Now. That, that just sucks. Why can't they make shit that works? Uh, fuck. So, it, Rhino, love you, brother. It's all going to be good. You're going to get better stuff, and you're going to fucking kick ass like you always do. XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. So, good morning to you. Uh, so, like I said, this week we don't have a whole lot planned, but we do have some stuff planned. But uh, hold on a second. Let me make this phone. Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our Butterball Turkey Talk Line for information on turkey preparation and cooking assistance, your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality customer service. Thank you for calling the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. How can I help you today? Yes, uh, I will be having a huge holiday gathering for about 200 people, and I was wondering what could I be, uh, how many turkeys would I be needing? <laughs> That that's a that's a good that's a good group of people. <laughs> well, well I, I have a lot of employees that I have to feed. They're 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 smaller, but they like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wish you a wonderful day. Thanks for calling us now. Take care. What 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 no help? No help from the butterball hotline? 
Well, I, I think I think I think you two hundred turkey. I would say two hundred people. I would say if you do fifty turkeys, you're good to go. Well, thank you. Now you will not be on the naughty list. Ho ho ho! Now don't worry. We have other people that we're going to be calling, but I have other stuff to do. Why is Dracula calling this time of year? Please let Stan answer. Oh, I've got a couple calls that are coming up that I'm I'm just I can't I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get to. I I didn't do the I love you there. No, because Santa ain't gonna say that. Santa's got to end with a ho ho ho. All the crank calls this week are gonna be Santa calls. Now I was telling you about the schedule this week, as I break it out here again. Tomorrow we have celebrity ass death match. The worst Christmas songs of all time. Christopher was supposed to be on tomorrow to talk about the best and worst movies of the year and all the movies of the year. He's not feeling good, so we might have to move that. No big deal. We might move listener mail there. I'm not sure what we're going to do there because Wednesday's a big day because the legendary, the one and only Pat Martin will be on this show via the telephone having a great interview with him. Now, Thursday is your homework day, ass family. I want your worst gifts. You can either email them to me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com or you can put them up here on the Mixler board. I want to know what your worst gifts are. Also, Joe Murphy, uh, we're going to do sports. We're going to do the top five sports stories of the year. Friday, V Coop and I are going to be doing the predictions, and then we're going to look back on last year's predictions to see if anybody got anything right. And all week long, starting at the top of the hour, in the second hour, we will be reading from the Dusty Rhodes book as the one and only Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Jesse James just picked up our annual order from our local railroad union to do all their embroidery. This is a big deal. See, look at that. Turning things around. The good vibes are working. Did Christopher watch Beverly Hills Cop 4? Is that why he feels bad? Is it out? Is Be- I thought Beverly Hills Cop 4 didn't come out till next year. Isn't it only on Netflix? Somebody needs to check on that for me. Now... I do have a Christmas story uh, that I'd like to start the show with, and I think this is pretty awesome. Um, The United States Army is letting thousands of soldiers head home to rest and recharge during the holidays this year. Thousands of soldiers packed the world's busiest airports on Sunday, prepared to recharge. 4,000 soldiers got to go home. Now, they have to go back. They, they, They have to go back, but... At least they get to go home for a little bit to enjoy the Christmas time with their family. Arise! And I'm wearing my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. She says, Good morning. I'm so excited I got the prediction of Bob Barker dying correct this year. It is a good feeling, isn't it? Isn't it pretty cool when you hit one of those? I got to tell you, this year I might be shooting fish in a barrel. I, I, I'm just telling you. I, I, I might be doing some easy ones. Zach texted in, good morning, Arnie and crew, and fuck the bills. 
Arnie, with your good vibes, I'm fighting off all the Washington Huskies fans' hate talk. Oh, fuck the Washington Huskies. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Alicia, good morning to you. You know, I saw him up there, a Truman Show. We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. He says the soldiers deserve it, especially after working under this administration. You know, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's a good story. Um, I, I, I think this was the time for a lot of people to, to show their appreciation. And there were a lot of people in the airports handing them stuff. And this is the time of year when you can, there was a time when I traveled a lot. And if I ever saw soldiers, you know, out there, I'd always say thank you to them. I would offer to buy them lunch, but nobody would ever let me buy them lunch. So, I mean, that, that's one of those things that you can do. You can kind of go behind their back and buy them lunch and, and, and don't say anything about it. Uh, but these are the men and women who are protecting us and keeping us free and safe. So, uh, you, you know, look, I, I would take th- th- this is how much I respect it. I would take a middle seat for these guys. That's what I, I, w- I, w- I would take a middle And that's, that's a lot. For me to take a middle seat, oof. God, there's nothing worse than that middle seat, especially when you're fat. I declined a retirement certificate from the president because I didn't want one from Biden. I don't blame you. I mean, if he was going to have a reception for you in the Oval Office, which is what he should have done, you've been there forever, come on now, then I could see it. But otherwise, yeah, I don't want anything from him. Fuck that guy. I, it's weird because I don't have a whole lot planned, and, and usually I have like, you know, 40, 50 stories in front. I don't have 40 or 50 stories in front of me. So I, we're going to do this show kind of like a, a whatchamacallit, a, a town hall again. This week is going to be all kind of town hall type meetings and, and shows. How about the, you just fucking go to the Daily Mail? We can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. We can talk about the holidays. We can talk about anything. Um, but I do have some stuff planned, like I said, and I have some phone calls planned. And I, I have to, I have to, have to make a phone call here in just a few minutes. We got at least two more calls. One I gotta, I gotta wait, but I gotta keep the uh, the thing open that way I can see their phone number. Um, all right. Oh, I can turn this down now and go here and replug this one in here. Okay, good. All right. Um, there's a huge story right now, and this story is fucking hilarious. Oh, oh, hey, Rise, we're covering that in the next break after the Dusty Roads. Oh, there's a new movie coming out called The American Society of Magical Negroes. Does that mean I get to say Negroes now on the air? Because, man, oh, man, I'm bringing it back. But we'll, like I said, we'll talk about that in a little bit. First thing we have to talk about is this 24-year-old former senator's aide, that's going to come into play, who made a gay sex tape in the Senate. You want to talk about an insurrection. Now, the, the, the uh, former staffer, Aiden Mays Serposky, Aiden, isn't that cute? 
made this tape as he and then was fired on Saturday when it went viral. He denied disrespecting his workplace in a LinkedIn statement. How can you deny it when there's tape of you? I haven't seen the tape. You're either getting your ass plugged or you're plugging some dude's ass in the halls of the Senate. Fucking A. Aiden was fired by Maryland Senator Ben uh, Cardin Saturday. Capitol Police are now investigating the uh, explicit incident, which occurred in the same room where the Supreme Court justice nominees are grilled by senators. Now, 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 they show him in a picture. Obviously, this is not one of his work attires, or it could be where he's got like a leather harness on and he's wearing underwear and he's outside in the streets. Now, if that was on social media, why are you going to be hiring that guy? Did y'all not check? I mean, this is crazy. Somebody decked his halls. His mommy was taking it hard. Those jokes write themselves. Uh, he's probably embarrassed, but also a little proud that it went viral. Oh, I guarantee you it is. There's a great picture of him with the president at one point, like arm in arm. They weren't fucking or anything, but he's, he's there talking to him. Thanks for teaching. Thanks for being there, Joe. Thanks for making the world a great place so I can fuck in the Senate. Well, at least he's not stealing luggage. That's true. Once again, I ask anybody out there, how do you vote for these people? One guy steals luggage and is a cross-dresser. This guy's plugging a dude in the ass in the Senate. These are the people that they are hiring. The, the people that you vote for, because you hate uh, the Republicans. But I, and look here, look here. Look, I don't like anybody. I don't like the letters by their names whatsoever. But but when you hang out with shit, you're going to stink. All right? And this is garbage. This is this is what we have now in our country. We have the aides of senators running around the halls of Congress fucking now, is this the first time that I think anybody's ever fucked in that room? Absolutely not. So many people get fucked in that room, but that's a whole different story. But I'm talking about carnal, full-on penetration. Oh, I'm sure that there's been all kinds. There's girl, 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 guy, guy, girl, guy, 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 mutant. I don't, I don't know what else they got. But to film it and then put it online, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. Really? Really? You know, when people see stuff, like this is when we're a fan of something or when you know something really, really well and you see something and you go, that's not right. There was a scene in the movie The Iron Claw, which came out, uh, comes out next week or this week, this, this Friday. Story about the Von Eric boys. Yes, I got to see it earlier. 
Details are everything, and people pay attention to it. I saw that Harley Race did not have tattoos on his forearms, and I had pretty much shut the movie down right then. You got to get those details right because people pay attention to that. People were paying attention to this when they, they're, they're scrolling on porn sites, either gay, straight, or whatever. And by the way, there are gay Republicans out there that watch gay porn, and they flashed on this and said, oh, my gosh, that's the halls of Senate. Why is everyone so upset that room's been fucking most of us for years? Do you think he drug his ass across the carpet like a dog afterwards? Watch with the AIDS allegations, Arnie. Oh, you meant, yeah, AIDS with an E. That's the E version. He's playing the victim as usual, motherfucker. Yeah, I like, that's my favorite part of the story is that he's claiming he's the victim. How are you the victim? Let, let, I just want to walk this through real quick. So you decided to go to a place that you weren't supposed to go to, correct? Correct. Okay, so already you're not a victim anymore, but I'll, I'll keep playing. Then you decide to have sex in the place that you're not supposed to be in. You agreed to that, or were you being raped, or were you doing the raping? Okay, once again, not a victim. And then if you're the one that, that, that's pushing the plow, if you will, you're the one that's filming. Now, if you filmed it and then it ended up on the Internet somehow, it must have been sent out from your phone. Not saying you put it up, but did you send it to your partner because that's who put it up or whoever your partner shared it with, and then they shared it with them, and then they shared it with them. All these people, all you people out there that send naked pictures and, and naked videos and all that kind of shit. And when it ends up on the internet, you go, how did it end up on the internet? You're the motherfucker that sent it. So when you send out a hoo-ha pic or a dick pic, it in, ends up on some crazy website. Don't go, well, how's that get there? You did it. Which means you cannot be the victim. You asshole. Republicans stroke guys off at musicals. Oh, Lauren Boebert. You people. Yeah, I said it. You people. <laughs> oh, God. I saw this story, and I was like, yeah, I got to do that one. Kind of have to do that story, don't we? <laughs> That's so fantastic. No, I don't want to discover France's finest thing. Oh, oh, what do we have here? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is the, the driver that thought he hit an animal and kept driving, but it was a person. Fucking genius. Man was detained Saturday night after police. Oh, this, oh, wow, in White Settlement. That's weird. It was a, uh, is that the dude right there? Okay. Uh, police responded in the parking lot, uh, I-30 Service Road. Let's see, police arrived. They found a, a lifeless human body in the front seat. White Settlement Police Chief uh, Christopher Cook told reporters that Flores never called 911 to report he had a collision. There you go. So, 
George Clooney has anal in public all the time. It, 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 it's Amal. V. Coop, I get that mixed up all the time. It's A-M-A-L. Hold on. I, got, I, I have to send out my address to someone who's asking for it um, due to the fact that uh, I am taking uh, Christmas presents. Uh, you, 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 all you got to do is email me or text me, and I, I'll give you my uh, address. Now, if, if, if you'd like to not mail me anything and just, you know, donate on uh, PayPal for my Christmas present, that's fine, too. That, that, that's fine and dandy. I'd appreciate it. Uh, all right, so let's see. Dude hit the person, uh, hit a person, blah, 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 blah. All right, you know what? Let's make this phone call here. All right. Let's see. Uh, recents. Thank you for calling the Manpower Associate Care Center and being part of the Manpower team. For quality purposes, your call may be recorded. Para Espanol o Prima Zero. Otherwise, please stay on the line. For assistance with your Manpower.com account, press 1. For questions regarding the onboarding, e-staff process, or PowerU training, press 2. This call may be recorded for quality purposes. To participate in a one-question survey, please remain on the line mm -hmm. after the call. Did you know Manpower provides access to your wage statements By the way, through if you our paperless employees? Manpower website. is they hire people to fill jobs for places that don't want to go through the hiring process. Paperlessemployee.com slash manpower group to get started. If you have any additional questions, Please stay on the line to speak with an agent. Bone, bone. Everybody can donate 35 cents. Wait, who's working on that? Where's Donald at today? Donald, aren't you supposed to have a footage for me? busy. I don't think you're going We apologize for the wait. If you would like to keep your place in line and receive a call back from an agent instead of continuing to hold, please press 1 at any time. No. Otherwise, you may continue to hold for the next available manpower representative. I'm going to hold. Cuz I have a funny plan here. If you're watching on Twitch, you might enjoy it a lot. Uh All right, let's see. Top 10 most popular Okay. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that tomorrow. Are you currently accessing Shit, your I hate when they do that. Would you like to also receive your W-2 statements that way going forward? No, no, I wouldn't. Go to tomorrow, I want you guys to think about your favorite Christmas movies. Manpower group. We're not going to worry about the worst ones because there's plenty of bad Christmas movies. But I want you to focus on the good Christmas movies that are out there. If you have any additional questions, please stay on the line to speak with an agent. I'd love to.
There's Donald. Says good morning, Arnie, and my wonderful ass family. Well, one day of, uh, off this week, but it's Monday again. Donald, it, aren't you working on the 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 police cam footage? Cowboys girl says good morning, ass family. This sick shit is getting really old. Day six now. It's just lingering in my head and nose. Don't be too hard on Dak. The entire team played like garbage. It was embarrassing. I'll listen later. I need to go back to bed. Hopefully, Braddy Kid starts feeling better. Hopefully, yes. She had some jello today, and she's feeling better. Hi, thank you for calling, man. Power Associate Center. This is Mike. How can I assist you today? Uh, yes. Hello. My name is Earl, and I am looking to get about 200 employees. Oh, you're looking for some employees? Yes. How um, many employees? Uh, 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 anywhere between 100 and 200, and they need to have smaller hands because my boss makes us build a lot of things. Oh. Uh, for for what company is that? Uh, it's a private company called Kringle Enterprises. Kringle Enterprises, okay. Yes. Uh, well, we build um, uh we build all sorts of toys and bicycles and games and things like that. Is it for kids? Well, the the toys and things we're building for kids, but uh, I do not need to hire any kids. Okay. And can can I ask for your zip code? Uh it is the North Pole. North Pole? Yes, I'm not sure. I think that's zip code one. Oh, we need the zip code. Well, hold on. Okay. Uh, it is nine nine seven zero oh, five. Okay, got it. So one hundred to one hundred twenty employees. Yes, who have small hands because these are delicate items they're building. Slow hands, you mean? Small. Small hands. Do you do you employ Small any hands. little people? Mm, okay. Just one moment, okay? Sure. Okay, I put them on mute. <laughs> Thank you for calling Manpower. Our offices are currently closed. Please leave your name phone number and a brief message and we will call you back when we reopen. Press pound to leave your message. Hello, uh, I was just placed on hold and hung up on. I'm not very happy about that. I am going to tell my boss and whoever I was talking to is going to be on the naughty list. And I will not say it, but uh, I do not love you. Goodbye. There you go. Yes, I don't think Indian people understand the concept of elves. I do have the freedom of information request with the Auburn police. Awesome. 
I emailed him on Friday for updating. I guess Scab's attorney doing all they can to keep shit hidden. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, he said fuck it and closed up shop. How uninclusive they are manpower. Did you use North Pole, Alaska? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. 99705. Now I will know that for everything. I mean, there's all places to call. Well, they ain't going to be open yet. The <laughs> the Elf's Den Restaurant and Lounge, it's an Italian restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing screams Italian like A, being in Alaska, B, being called Elf's Den Restaurant and Lounge. Good God. Staff. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Uh, it says, hate to break it to y'all uh, people that are sick, but it's been three weeks since I got sick, and I'm still symptomatic with a cough and head congestion. It's brutal out there. So sorry. Good Lord. Yeah, that sounded like Dirk. Hello, I am Dirk. I am working here at Manpower. It is hella cool to see you all. Mark of a true professional using the real zip code. Well, you got to. You got to. I mean, you got. You got. I, I. I started originally with one. How about outlaw tamales? Because I'm thinking to myself, man, the best tamales I ever had came from the North Pole. They got lots of spicy Thai food there. Yeah, all these places are already, I mean, was it like 2 o'clock in the morning there? I have no idea the time change, but yes, the North Pole. Fan, goddamn-tastic. Great story out of Michigan over the weekend. A Michigan law clerk vomited in court it, uh, after seeing photos of her emaciated disabled son who she murdered after only feeding him bread soaked in hot sauce and forcing him into ice baths as punishment. Wait, you're not allowed to get sick. The court reporter can, but you can't get sick. You did it. You you were so you were giving him pieces of bread that were soaked in hot sauce. Ugh, that's horrible, Douglas. Screw your freedom. Says good morning. Fuck Dak. Single handedly lost me two leagues in the playoffs. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Look, I, I, I'll give it up to, to Cowboys girl here. The defense played like garbage. The offensive line was, I, I don't even know what offensive line was, was playing, and Dak just could not read that defense to save his life. I can't put it all on Dak. I put a lot of it on him. But, uh, oof, they looked rough. That was a tough game. And, then, and now they got Miami this week at Miami. That's two in a row. Week after, we get to play Detroit, and I believe that's at home. 
Good God. Why, by, by the way, her son only weighed 69 pounds. Oh. She works in the court. She sees this all the time, yet she, she dipped it in extreme regret hot sauce. You know, if the word regret is on a bottle of hot sauce, I'm probably going to stay away from it. I'll just let you know. But I ain't going to dip it in bread and then hand it to my kid and tell him to eat it and then force him into an ice bath. I imagine he'd probably want an ice bath after eating that. Trust me, he wasn't my first choice, but due to injuries, both my quarterbacks in both leagues, it was the best choice. I knew he was going to have those typical Dak game, but couldn't have been all last week. Murph, that the took the take the Lions over Dallas that week. Oh shit! I'm, I might hell, I might take Miami this week. The way the Cowboys played, I'm not going to take I'm not going to take Dallas just to take Dallas for being a fan. That's dumb. I got I got a, a lead going here. I think, look, look, just real quick with the Cowboys. I personally think that Jerry Jones is is embarrassed, especially now that the Rangers have won a World Series. Have I not told everybody that, that the Texas Rangers are World Series champs? I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but, uh, oh, I think he's embarrassed because he just pretty much shares a parking lot with him, and he ain't one dick. I, I don't know what to think about this team. I, I don't know if they, they have heart. I, I know there's a few guys on that team that have heart. Uh, number 11, Mika Parsons. By the way, uh, if anybody was watching that game early, did anybody get to see that guy take the shot at Mika Parsons' leg? And, and Greg Olson goes, oh, he's just tripping over. He didn't trip over anybody. He fucking went after it. The NFL needs to look into that. That was a bullshit play. And the other guy who has heart on that team is C.D. Lamb. That guy sells out every damn time he's up there, and Dak Prescott hangs him out to dry. I, I'll tell you this right now. When C.D. Lamb asks for a trade, I will not blame him one bit. And the Lady Longhorns won the national title. That is true. That did remedy the situation not very well, but it did kind of remedy the situation. Mm-mm-mm. Cut that story out. Mm -hmm. Come back here. Click on that and go. Uh, Rangers won the World Series. Did you hear intermittent fasting helps with Alzheimer's? Now I don't know why you'd bring that up. It's funny because yesterday, you know what? You know what's so funny is that yesterday you bring up Alzheimer's for some odd reason. Yesterday was my grandma Edna's 120th birthday. No, she's dead. I'm not going to say heavenly birthday because, well, you all heard the stories. Uh, the bratty one. Yes, dear. I don't know if Joe is listening, but you really need to give the Lady Longhorns uh, credit because uh, they didn't just come to play. They came and whooped that ass. It wasn't even close. Not at all. Jeez. Yeah, three Not games to nothing. It, it was awful. Poor Joe. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Oakland becomes even more of a Mad Max hellscape as robbers now chase 
driver in multiple cars, ram him, and then steal his belongings when the vehicle flips and crashes. So, they have a navy already of the homeless that are invading the Bay Area. Now we've given them a motorcade. Homeless people and bad people in Oakland now are chasing in groups. If it was in San Francisco, it would be the fast and the curious, but here in Oakland, they just want to fucking steal from you. Right at the holidays. Man, oh man, just the best people. Anyway, getting back to my grandma. Yesterday would have been her 120th birthday, and y'all bring up the Alzheimer's for some odd reason. She died of Alzheimer's. Got that got dog it. Oh, man, if only there had been some kind of cure. I, I don't know. She would have still painted the car with blue house paint. There still would have been a hole in the back seat where I could touch the ground when it was driving. And I could wave at other cars. Mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. Shit, soon enough, the air, a homeless will have, be having an Air Force. That's when I give up. That's when I wave the white flag, Chuck. When they start stealing planes and bombing upper-class neighborhoods with, like, poop bombs, I'll be like, they've won. They've taken over. I can't handle it anymore. I know like you American, and all you American look alike. Maid says, good morning, Aston AIG. Here's a funny story. I think they're gone now, but there was a uh, three strip clubs here that had the best names. The Bus Stops in Boulder, the Clown's Den, and the Best in Cheyenne, Wyoming called the Green Door. They had a one-legged stripper. Oh, I remember. They, those are good names. Reno had a, a, a club when I first moved to Reno in like 1990, 1991. Old school Reno people remember this one. It was down on Wells and Mill. And it was called the Pink Pussycat. Now, it, it, the Pink Pussycat was like in Sacramento. Do you remember the Embers? You remember that place where if you didn't have a knife, they'd rent you one? But the Pink Pussycat was just like that, too. Fucking terrible. Awful strip clubs. Poop bombs. Fucking awesome. They're, that's all they have. They, they, they're not going to go and actually do work. They're stealing planes, so... They aren't going to, like, be building bombs. All right. Let's see. Uh, did she let people spin her like a top? Uh, all right. We're going to take a break here. Now, when we come back, thanks to Colin and Jameson, we will be reading from the book, Dusty, The Reflections of the American Dream. Now, this week we are going to be playing Christmas music. Sorry, um, but we, we are. And, and I'm going to try to avoid all the bad songs. I'm going to try to only play good songs, but I think I'm going to have to play one or two bad ones somewhere somewhere during the week, and I, and I apologize. Uh, but here's one of the good ones first. Pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Wrap your presents to your darling from you. Pretty pencils to write, I love you. 
pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Crowded streets, busy feet, hustle by. Downtown shoppers, Christmas is nigh. And there he sits, all alone on the sidewalk, hoping that you won't pass him by. Should you stop, better not. Much too busy. Better hurry, my how time does fly. And in the distance, the ringing of laughter. And in the midst of the laughter, he cries. Pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Wrap your present to your darling from you. Pretty pencils to write I love you. Pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Oh, pretty paper, pretty ribbons of blue. Kids are out of school 
There's magic in Motown The city's on the move In Jackson, Mississippi To Charlotte, Carolina And all across the nation It's a peaceful Christmas time Christmas and Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie To everyone tonight And from Fort Payne, Alabama Christmas Eve Presents are wrapped Under the tree Is there one For me I only want you For Christmas baby I don't need nothing else I only want you For Christmas baby Tie ribbons around yourself What I'm wanting this year Saint Nick don't need to know I only want you for Christmas, babe I don't need nothing else I only want you for Christmas, baby Tie a ribbon around yourself Oh, tie a ribbon around yourself Oh, pick it, Rudolph Christmas stockings I'll find that mistletoe Let's get into the holiday spirits Honey, ho, ho, ho Ho, ho, ho
ArnieRadio.com. The biggest podcaster around. Not necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? No? All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Monday, the last Monday of the year for the Arnie State Show. We are taking next week off. Look, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next week, no shows next week. Go to ArnieRadio.com and just find some shows from the past and download and listen to those. See, see, I got a plan for you. You're all good. You're safe. You don't have to worry, and you don't have to listen to regular radio. And it's so funny because uh, on Friday, uh, I had a phone call with the Big Kahuna. The Big Kahuna was my boss's boss. He, he was my big boss. Whatever the Kahuna said went. And we had a great conversation. I haven't talked to him in about six months. Uh, checking in on on things, and boy, oh boy, did he have some things to say about you-know-who. I told him about the T-shirts, and he was crying, laughing. He's, he's like, this is why you were the best. And I go, I still am. And he started laughing at that, though. But it was so good to hear him. It was so good to talk to him. Uh, that That's the one thing that I do like about this time of year is that psh, I get to talk to people I haven't talked to because people are, are more friendly and they'd rather talk this time. And we get to talk to Pat Martin this week on Wednesday, so I'm very excited, very, very excited about that. Uh, let's see. Brady Kitt says, my boys. Trucker James says, how was wrestling Friday night? It was awesome. Wrestling Friday night was fantastic. I got to see um, Ross and Marshall Von Erich perform a double claw move in the ring, and their dad, Kevin, came out. Now, I, I grew up going to the Sportatorium. And I got to see their dad wrestle. And I've even seen their dad's dad, Fritz Von Erich, wrestle. So this was like the third generation of pro wrestlers that I got to watch. It was, it was phenomenal. It, I, I had such a good time. Tony Khan's a moron how he runs his businesses and things like that. But they still put on a good show. And I was happy about that. Look at that Delta Airlines. Hi, Mr. Washy Washy. Says, good morning, ass family. Uh, made a new account. Happy Monday to you. I think I can do better than that one for you. Delta Airlines is Mage's son. Slides off limits to Ching Chong. Not you, Delta Airlines. No, not at all. My mom says there's a lot of black people in China. No, they they really aren't. I mean, I mean, but you're Japanese. Let the rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. I mean, come on now, Delta. I want to be ninja. Delta, good morning. Uh, Brady Kid says, don't worry, I'll be at work next week making sure all you lazy people get your groceries on time. Uh, did Roscoe give someone the finger? Well, Roscoe ended up not going. Brady Kid was way too sick. I didn't want her going at all. But she was way too sick to go. So I was like, you stay home. I'll go. I'll brave the wrestling crowd, and I did. Uh, but no, no, it, we're going to have to wait. When AEW or WWE comes back, we'll take Roscoe then. Um, let's see. Uh, thank you, Braddy. <laughs> Saving that boy from pro. Hey, I, at least had the Pebble and Boy Kind do. They had a wrestling match this weekend. Uh, sadly, Stink Fist's sporting, Sportatorium is no longer around. 
Um, now, speaking of wrestling, I got my book here. Now, this break, uh, this segment here, we're going to read from the Dusty book, as Dusty wrote, sent by Colin and James. Then we have to talk about this this movie, and then we're, today we're going to do the best, the the best, your favorite holiday movies. I figure we could have a good conversation about that. And then after we, t- well, what will lead us into that is a, a movie that's coming out that's getting all kinds of uh, backlash because they have bad things to say about white people. The title of the movie is The American Society of Magical Negroes. Now, if I have to use magical Negroes, it, 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 I will. But as I'm getting everything prepped and ready and I'm looking at the computer and I'm doing things, I looked up best holiday movies and I'm just scrolling through them and I just stopped scrolling because I had other things to do. And for some incident, it stopped on movie number 74 they recommend as a holiday movie, The Best Man Holiday. Now, I have a great story about the movie The Best Man. The Best Man originally starred Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, and and, uh, I believe it was uh, Omar Epps. Well, they were in this movie, and they played three guys from Inglewood that were getting older, and they were moving on in their lives, and they were showing the separation of friendships and all this, and how friendships last all these years, blah, blah, blah. The only reason I know anything about this movie, and I watched it after I heard this story, is that, you know, every day this week I will try Omar Epps or Mike Tomlin. I've never seen either one of them in a room together. Is that Mike Tomlin that's on House? Boy, I I tell you what, I only got two seasons of House left. Every time I get a twinge in my leg, I think I have cancer now. Thanks, House. Terrence Howard is in that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, they killed it. Boykind won his matches all by pens. The Pebble won by pen and points. His last match was close but awesome. So proud of them. So they're undefeated. Oh, they're going to have to meet up someday in a steel cage. So <laughs> I get a phone call. And, and, and since it's holiday Christmas week, I will try to tell a dad story I haven't told in a while every day this week. Um. He calls me up. Arnie, have you pre-read the book, or will be? Uh, uh, I have. I've pre-read a little bit, so I'm going to be going around from like I, I'm going to be bouncing around. But most of it's the first time I'm reading it, so I get a phone call from my dad. He goes, "Hey," I said, "What do you want?" Hey, I went and saw a movie today. Now, this is my father talking. This isn't me talking. He goes, you know, there are a lot of colors in this movie theater. And I thought to myself, oh, they don't have jobs anyway. That's what he said to me. He goes, yeah, I get to the theater, and there's a bunch of colored people in there. And I'm thinking, well, they don't have jobs, so they have something to do during the day. And I go, what movie did you see? And he goes, The Best Man. I go, Dad, that's a black movie. He goes, I know. I know it is now. Now I understand why there are so many black people in the theater. That and they don't have jobs. Now I'll, <laughs> I'll probably have to fucking watch this movie. 
tell me Arnie is a hypochondriac without telling me Arnie's a hypochondriac. Oh, house has made me even worse. Good Lord. Give him a shot at the title, Arnie. Oh, no, those kids are too tough. See, if somebody hires my company, ABC, and I have to go up to Northern California and they point out it's either boy kind or the pebble, yeah, I might just hand the money back. Well, here's the thing. I'm not worried about those two. See, if I beat up boy kind or the pebble, I got to worry about first daddy, who's got the greatest porn mustache now in the history of time. I'm not worried. Look, look, Blake would fucking pretzel me in a second. I'm more worried about mama because mama ain't going to play by the rules. So, yeah, if if you're hiring me, if you you call ABC Arnie Beats Children and you point out boy kind of the pebble, I'm going to have to refund your money. Sorry about that. But we will get to that 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 movie uh, or the movie stuff here in just a little bit. She's laughing. She says the mustache is very sexy. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, we have to do this. He's just a common man. American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, I will be reading from my book, uh, Dusty, The Reflections of the American Dream, Daddy. If boy kind of the pebble are bullying other kids, their mama will whoop their asses. Well, indeed they will. This book was published in 2005. And to show you the hold that Dusty Rhodes had on the entire world, because he's funky like a monkey, Daddy. Former Yankees owner George Steinbrenner wrote the forward, Daddy. He had all kind of nice things to say about Dusty, but we ain't going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the book. Chapter 1. I have seen the best of times, and I have seen the worst of times, Daddy. But this ain't no cry for a two-city tale. This is my tale. This is my story. This is my life, Jack. It's the story of how Virgil Riley Runnels Jr. was born to be a proud Texan and went being from the son of a plumber to the last bull of the woods, if you will, and lived the American dream as Dusty Rhodes, baby. You see, this story isn't all about wrestling, if you will, but in a way it is, if you won't, because it's about someone who lived his life as a wrestler and in the wrestling business, And business was good, Daddy, an industry that gave me nearly everything I ever wanted, a business that times had brought out the very best and the very worst of people, Jack. It was 1968, the place, Hollagen, Texas, Daddy. This was going to be my first match and my first match for Joe Blanchard. If you know the name Joe Blanchard, you know that is the daddy of that soulless, low-down dog, Tully Blanchard, former member of the Far Horsemen. This was his promotion, his town, and his building for this Friday night. 
My opponent sat across the room. He was a young, good-looking athlete with what I thought to be a Herculean body. His name was Reggie Pox. No one had come up to wish me luck. Reggie was laughing and joking with the rest of them. In those days, the old-timers hated us new kids. I remember thinking, I must gain their respect, Daddy. I didn't know I was going to make it through the night, but I was ready because Dirty Dusty Rhodes was set to wrestle Reggie Parks. In a final, my turn would chase the American dream. My stomach was in a knot, the same feeling I get today. But there was no talk between us, just one fall, 20-minute match. We were scheduled second up, had about an hour at her weight. Is this Dusty or Sylvester? I love it. It's Dusty, baby. Can't wait for the chapter where he describes in detail what he and Mrs. Rhodes created Dustin. What about when we created Cody or the girls, baby? Uh, I can remember bits and pieces of it like it was yesterday, Daddy. Walking to the ring, my mind was going a million miles a minute, but my damn legs had caught up with my head. All I can remember saying was, man, I got to get through this. Should I try to street fight him? Or do what I learned. In my state of mind, he could have beaten me in 30 seconds. After locking up with Reggie, he backed me into the ropes. And without a word of warning, he slapped me on my ear. It sounded like a shotgun went off in my head. I remember nothing of the rest of the match. All of a sudden, the bell rang. I could barely walk as I did. This match is a draw. Holy shit, a draw. That's like kissing your sister. In Louisiana, that's okay. Texas, no. Despite what others may say, once you step into the squared circle, Daddy, you can never get out. Make no mistake, the pro wrestling business is a mistress from some Texas whorehouse. Loving and kind in a strange way, but because of the money, she can not only bring you up, but be so damn mean and talk you to the bottom of despair. Yet even with that, You'll always come back. It's like a drug, a rush. It's lonely sometimes, but you always return, Jack. You offer up your innocence only to be paid back in scorn. Sometimes I think I'll die in the ring. I'm going to be talking like this all day. Yes, Daddy. I find myself doing the same thing there, King Steve. Truth be told, I've made enough money to buy Miami, and I pissed it all away. But, man, what a piss it was. That's literary gold right there. That is the end of chapter one. Chapter two. Growing up in Austin, Texas, Daddy was a blast. I don't believe that anywhere in the world can compare to Texas. And when you talk about the Lone Star State, it's a different country, Jack. A whole other universe, a whole other way of life. Austin was a special place to me. It's a fucking dump now, Jack. And everybody who knows me knows that if you're not in Texas, you're just passing through. There's nothing like being a Texan, and I'm proud to be one. I need to buy this book. Our household was made of my dad, Virgil Runnels Sr., my mom, Catherine, my sister, Connie, my brother, Larry, and me. I was the oldest, Jack. Larry was the middle. Connie was the youngest. My dad was a plumber, of course. However, he wasn't a union plumber or a plumber of great wealth at $12 or $14 an hour like they were making in rich California. 
He was a plumber daddy of $3.50 an hour. That's hard times, Jack. I think the most he ever made was $4 an hour. He was a hard-working man and worked from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., five days a week, and then worked extra on the weekends. To me, he was a man's man, making sure his family was provided for. Virgil was also a bit colorful. He had his own take on the English language, Daddy, like nobody else. That is the one thing he had rubbed off on me because we would use the words fuck and ass like someone used the sentence, the dog ran across the street. My mama was from Germantown and was of German descent. She was a real force behind me and my dreams, Daddy. She was always my biggest fan, even when I was wrestling at an early age. She worked different jobs and was typical housewife, hanging the Levi's on the line and back. She was wonderful, wonderful person who was very dear to me. I was her boy, and she would do anything possible to keep me out of trouble, anything possible to see I did way. I always thought I was her favorite, but I knew she loved all the kids. On numerous nights when she told me I was a favorite, I was always wondering if Larry was hearing this. I would hear them when we talked. My brother Larry was the brains of the family and grew up to be a successful teacher and coach in Colorado. But despite his success, I always considered him to be an underachiever and say this because I always thought he had the ability to move to a different level, to a higher level, Jack. Larry and I were close as kids. We had a chinaberry tree. I never heard of a chinaberry tree. Uh, in the backyard, and sometimes we used to have fights with homemade slingshots. One year, Larry hit me in the eye and blinded me. It was like the great kabuki spitting his mist. I couldn't see him at all, and the doctors banged both eyes, bandaged both eyes. They thought I might never see again. I used to lie in bed underneath their peak from under the bandages. One day I could finally see, and I said, Ric Flair, I'm coming for you, even though I didn't know who Ric Flair was at said time. An old family friend of mine said, you should never ask a man where he's from. If he's from Texas, he will find a way to include it in conversation. If he's not, there's no need to embarrass him. Amen. Daddy, we grew up Southern Baptist, but I hardly say we were religious. One time, the preacher asked my dad to come to church, and I remember him saying, Look here, Jack. Every morning at work, seeing the sun, hearing the birds sing, being able to smell the outdoors, that's my church, Jack. I don't need a building to go to when I have the outdoors. Well, whatever that meant, it sounded good to me, and I didn't go to church no more. One of the most regrettable things in the American dream's life is my life is that my dad was not able to see my stardom, to see me wrestle or to see what I achieved by the dream. I had him at an early age, influenced by where he would go. He always said that during the week he worked for a guy and he didn't work as he was told. He was his own man. He lived by a code, Daddy. Friday night, we'd go out to wrestling so he could yell and scream and take out all the emotions that he had bottled up inside him. He was funky like a monkey. He was 280 pounds of uh, of twisted steel and thick appeal, Jack. And to end chapter two, anyway, those were the times I cannot forget. 
They were just amazing. And back then, my dad was amazing. My God, when I realized he was fighting for what he was working for, and he wasn't a drunk or an alcoholic, he's just a violent Indian. <laughs> That's what he was. And despite the whoopings, he loved his kids. Chapter 3 and 4, possibly 5, tomorrow here at ArnieRadio.com, Daddy. Man, oh man. The angelic reading from Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, that's working out just like I wanted it to. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I hope you guys like it too. Now, it is the holidays, and we will have to talk about holiday movies here, and and we can get into it here in just a second. But first things first. There's a new um, trailer for a movie that's coming out. Um, and it's funny because you're out sent this to me, even though I, I did have it. There's a scene where David Allen Greer is talking to a young man. He says, what's the most dangerous animal on the planet? The young man guesses sharks, and he says, white people. When they feel uncomfortable, white people feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us. That's why we fight white discomfort every day, because the happier they are, the safer we are. Now, it's Christmas week, and we ain't going to get all serious on stuff. I mean, unless we have to. And this isn't a story to get really serious about, because this is going to be a movie. And you, you, know, you know where I stand on these things. No, we're not going to do a, a Mount Rushmore of, of holiday movies because, uh, well, I didn't have time to put it together. Uh, but, but, but we're going to talk at length about some of our favorite holiday movies. Swoosh! There's my man. Swoosh has been sick, too, man. Everybody in the damn ass family has been sick. Good Lord, Swoosh. <laughs> Says, morning ass family, starting to feel normal. Wednesday, I see the doctor about the heart. Today, play in the rain. Hmm. And Ken Dog, whoa. There is no just Ken. No, Ken Dog, we aren't going to do a Mount Rushmore. We'll just talk about it. But you know my stance on things. When when it comes to this, I, I'm not going to see this movie. I'll probably watch this movie on cable someday. But I, I think the title's the best part. The American Society of Magical Negroes. Now, I, I don't know, if I say that too many times, am I going to be a racist uh, in, in the eyes of society? I can't wait for the sequel. I hope they name the sequel the Magic Society of Hankies, Magical Hankies, or Honkies. Let's play the stupid game real quick. Would this... Would this movie be allowed to be made today? Would this movie be made if it was the magical society of white power or honkies? And there was a line in there that said something like this. The, the, the answer is, of course not, not in a million years. No major 
studio would ever fucking touch this. I can't believe any studio. This is a Focus Features film. That's a pretty decent-sized studio. But we're releasing a movie called The American Society. Oh, God. You know what? Now I want to go see this movie because I want to go up to the box office and go, two for the Negroes, please. This movie is giving us a pass. Ask family, if you're not picking up what I'm putting down, this movie is giving us a past. Uh, not a past, but a pass. And I'm going to say it loud, too. Two for the Negroes. Now, I don't think that Glenn Kuyper, former uh, Oakland A's manager, or not manager, but broadcaster, will be there. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. No, 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 no. And Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Oh, God, don't go to Arthur Bryant's. There's so many better places to go in Kansas City. Not me. No sickness here. All right, good for you. Joe would say two for the inwards. I don't think Joe would be allowed in this movie. Look, I... Good. Keep putting these movies out. Keep putting these racist movies out. I'm okay with it. Hell, I look forward to it. I can't wait to see what's next. I mean, this is this is where I'll ask what's next. We can only hope. You know, a karate battle between two Chinamen. Can we? Are they going to let us bring that one back? Do we think it's going to be a success or a flop? Oh, major flop, major flop, huge. This movie will probably. Not even get near forty million dollars. I don't know how much it costs to make. I, I, does it does it say when it comes out? Um, it doesn't say when it's coming out. Uh, the only I, the the only thing that I'll say is that now that they've got a little uh, press behind them. They might make it. This movie will not be a $50 million movie. I think the most success it'll have is in its first weekend and probably make seven or eight million dollars. And the uh, trailer said March 2024. Yeah, not a great time for movies. It's not a bad time, but a, a movie like this, no. This movie's going to flop. This is going to be a bad, bad flop. Nobody's going to remember this one, except me, because it's the Negroes movie. What are you doing tonight, Arnie? Oh, I'm going to see the Negroes. Let's just enslave white people and get it over with. That will solve racism. Oh, try and kill the Jews again. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, look. Truman Show, I understand. I, I, I understand the frustration level. And we all know that you could enslave all those honkies. And we would be the worst workers known to mankind because we'd call in sick even though you'd beat us. Uh, I, I'm just going to tell you, and by the way, it will not end racism. 
Does this show how they uh, flash rob and not get caught? No, I, I don't think they're going to give away all their tricks. They are magical. And I guess there's some magic involved in the movie, like getting this movie made. Characters in the movie are un- white characters, I'm sorry, in the American Society of Magical Negroes are able to see the magical barometer-like devices measuring the discomfort of white people measured in white tears. <sighs> they keep calling it Harry Potter for black people. Let's just say uh, now it should never be associated with the perfection that is Harry Potter. I just saw a tweet that says it looks like Harry Potter for woke racists. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see. I, I, I'm not going to compare this one to Harry. Come on, man. Karate is Japanese. The Chinese is fucking kung fu. It's a Karate Kid movie all over again. Exactly. See, they have already done it to you people. And yes, I said you people. Karate Kid was great. And then they made that new one, which was all kind of racist. (laughs) Safety guy says their dad's vanished. Stop that. Stop that. How dead people vote. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously. Oh, God. So you got that to look forward to coming out. Now, it is Christmas time. Your comments are Asian approved. Thank you. Now, a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean a lot of people, <clears throat> enjoy Christmas movies. I know that's probably one of the dumbest statements I've ever made. You're like, duh, people like Christmas movies. Sometimes, though, there are too many Christmas movies. And then there there are Christmas movies that are made, and you're like, okay, enough. Now, I'd like to know what are some of y'all's favorite Christmas movies. I would have to say that beyond the shadow of a doubt, my favorite Christmas movie has to be Love Actually. Hugh Grant, a whole bunch of other people, Colin Firth. And it's about a bunch of different tales going on over in London. Hell, the dude who played Hans Gruber in Die Hard. And Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Like it or not. But see, is Die Hard 2 a Christmas movie? Because Die Hard 3 sure as fuck ain't a Christmas movie. And neither is Die Hard 4. So, let's see. I, I go Love Actually. I, look, I'm going to put Die Hard in my favorite Christmas movies, of course. Um, I don't know about y'all, but but there's one movie that has, has, I don't know, if I'm not soured on it, but I've seen it so many times that now it's just a cliche. But I think it's good for young people. To see it, because it, it is a good Christmas, and that's a Christmas story. I, I, I love, I loved it a long time ago with Ralphie and the Red Rider BB gun. And Ralphie, I know you love that movie, obviously. But it's just, it, it's one of those now that if I see it's on, I try to avoid it. I agree that Love Actually, that stupid-ass song gets stuck in my head every time I watch it. Which one? Which which song gets stuck in your head? 
Could it possibly be this one? Yeah, that one gets stuck in my head, too. Die Hard is always on play to watch on Christmas. That and Daddy is Home, uh, both one and two. Oh, Daddy's Home with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Marky Mark. Those weren't too bad. Those weren't too bad at all. Now, I've got the list, and I mean, they... They've got some very strange ones in here. Uh, they've got a new a new one ranks up high. It's called The Holdovers. Uh, stars Paul Giamatti. I wanted to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. Comes It came out this year. Um, I'm trying to think of the other Christmas movie. I, I mean, obviously, Christmas Vacation is fantastic. You, you cannot ever... Mad Hatter, you, you know what I'm talking about. You love Christmas. You love this movie. Shitter was full. Merry Christmas. The Gats, Todd. I can't, what was Todd's wife? Is it Veronica? The, the Gats that live next door to the Griswolds. So you got Christmas Vacation, which I'll probably watch during the holiday time. Love Actually, which I'll watch. And then there's one other one. Um, Margo, oh, that, that, that's right, Margo and Todd. Thank you, Mage. Uh, I do like Elf. I've seen Elf enough times, though, now. Um, but it, it, it's a good movie, and it's got Luke Wilson in it. It's got uh, Craig T. Nelson in it. It's got that horse-faced bitch, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, but the movie is uh, The Family Stone. The family, if you've never seen The Family Stone, it, I think it's a pretty good Christmas movie. Uh, Steve-O says, uh, or King Steve says, Christmas Vacation and Die Hard every year. All right, so let's see. Uh, Die Hard, they got ranked pretty high here at number 11. Top 10 is stupid. Meet Me in St. Louis. You got all these old people movies in there, and I'm, I'm not even going to go through that. I beat you to the answer, Delta LOL. <laughs> Christmas Story is ranked 19. Edward Scissorhands is a Christmas movie? Wait, 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 wait. Why is Edward Edward Scissorhands ain't no Christmas movie, is it? That's just dumb. Now, and, and here's another one. Here's, here's another one that I, I can't really call a Christmas movie just because Dan Aykroyd puts on a Santa suit in one of the scenes. Trading Places is not a Christmas movie. I'm sorry. If you want to disagree with me, please either call me or write me and tell me that 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 is not a Christmas movie. I mean, there is a gift that we get to see a young Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs in that movie, but... Then, of course, you got Gremlins. I guess that, yeah, I guess that is. Edward Scissorhands, not a Christmas movie. I, I, I didn't think, uh, really, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie? No. No. Whitewash says, bad Santa. 
Now, I got to tell you, I do love the bad Santa movies. I don't even need it to be Christmas time to watch the bad Santa movies. I believe this is from um, Bad Santa 2. What is it with you anyway? Somebody drop you on your fucking head? I guess the abortion didn't take. First time I saw... First time I saw uh, Bad Santa, I was in Hawaii uh, for Thanksgiving. Goddamn, that movie was hilarious. You ain't gonna shit right for a week. Gilmore Girl getting banged, yeah. How about the... Oh, dear God. See, this movie came out in 2017, the one I'm looking at here. And it's got a Christmas tree behind it. I've never seen it, but... I can't think that when you use a certain word, it makes a good Christmas movie. Like Anna and the Apocalypse. Usually, you you stay words from like uh, uh, words. Uh, you stay away from words like apocalypse. I don't know genocide. Those are those those are mean words. You don't want to use those around the holidays. Anna and the Apocalypse finds fresh brains and a lot of heart in the crowded zombie genre. Stop it with that. I remember seeing Silent Night, Deadly Night as a kid. That was just terrible. Um, I never got into the uh, Tim Allen movies, the Santa Claus movies. I know it's going to be a series now on, on like Prime or whatever. I just, I got kind of tired of Tim Allen. Oh, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him. Good conservative fella. But it was just always the same. Oh, there it is. There it is at rank number 50. Violent Night. I just saw that one, Safety Guy, uh, where Santa Claus saves the day for a real rich family. The mom of the family was Beverly uh, D'Angelo from vacation. Uh, not a bad movie. Not a bad movie at all. But now we got to get into the one that creeps me out the most. And I talked about this, and it's all of these. I don't, I don't care if it's about Hermie, the Christmas elf, and, and, and all this. Jingle All the Way is the best. Is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad? Better version of a Christmas carol, Scrooged or the Muppets? I like Scrooged. I like I like Scrooged a lot compared to the Muppets. I mean, I'm I'm 52. If I say I like the Muppets, there's going to be a fucking law enforcement at my house saying I have to register with all my all my neighbors. Uh, but Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That goddamn weird-ass claymation stuff. Boy, you want to creep me out? Show me some claymation. The Abominable Snowman, Baby New Year, all that stuff. Ooh, look at that. Is this really the, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? This is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, and um, I was calling to congratulate, just so you know, like the president calls the Super Bowl champions. yes. I wanted to call you and congratulate you on a fine effort by the Longhorns, and uh, you played a great match, and you were the better team. Well, thank you very much, Joe. I mean, I, 
It did. It the 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 taste of victory was a little bit sweeter coming at your behest. But uh, you know the the Nebraska ladies, they they were tough. And, and is this two years in a row that we beat you in the national title? You have, um, I believe, you have five national championships, and we have five national championships. Let's leave it at that. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, how are you? Do- <laughs> how are you doing on this Monday, Joe? I'm doing great. You know, when I texted you, uh, like, uh, a Mills Lane, let's get it on, and you didn't get back to me, then I had noticed the Cowboys going. I thought, I have a, I was telling some friends of mine, I go, I have a feeling I think I know why Arnie's not texting me right back. <laughs> yeah, well, look, yeah, the, the Cowboys game, look, I had fallen asleep during the Cowboys game. By the way, Joe, you, you and I, uh, once again, we're kind of just – in the middle of the road, you were seven and eight on the week. I was nine and six. I mean, I'm pulling away, but that's okay. So uh, you got a four game lead now. Yeah, but 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 we have a different game tonight. You've got the Eagles. I'm I'm on the I'm on the Seahawks bandwagon tonight. Um, well, I tell you what, there's a lot of weird. The NFL is a very strange place right now. I just I, why did the Bills play so good yesterday? But they've been shitting the bed all season. Well, the Bills are what they, that's why they start with me. They're bipolar. Yeah, oh, easily. They're probably the most bi- bipolar team in the league, only to be followed by maybe Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City is the same. I mean, you and you, you know, the Cowboys are a little bipolar themselves. Oh, I mean, God, they gotta, yes. I mean, what, they're 10 and, they were, what, 10 and 3 now? Yeah, or something 10 like and 4? 10 and 4, but you know what? Here's the thing. The Cowboys aren't bipolar. The Cowboys have beaten a lot of bad teams this year. And when we play teams that have winning records, and the Bills are one of those teams that's good, I knew this was going to happen. You're not going to be surprised at my pick on Thursday when we have to pick Miami and Dallas. You you might be surprised, but you shouldn't be. No, I should Gee, but that pick's already in the books. I know. Mine might be, too. I mean, Tyreek Hill took the game off. And they still beat the Jets thirty to nothing with Tyreek Hill back in, and and the Cowboys playing like shit this week. That's a, that's I a know, done deal. You know what, Artie? If you ever, you know, if you played that damn Jimmy Johnson, how about them Cowboys? And then you take the other side. I I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. Well, see, I uh, I if if I take the other side, I'm not going to play the Jimmy Johnson thing. Oh, okay. I, I, You'll yeah. stop me sound effects guy. Oh yeah. I, I, look, look here. I, I, I still haven't made my decision yet. I'll have to. I'll have to wow. wait till till pick time. But uh, it's leaning towards a, a very uh, tropical pick. That's all I'm gonna say. So I, I yesterday I had three screens when I had uh, the volleyball match, which I just kept turning off. But then I was like. I kept breathing heavy, like, well, it's not football, Joe. It's not football. It's not football. It's like, you can handle it if they lose. Uh, um, and then I had the Nebraska basketball game on, uh, which went round in Kansas State, a big 12 school. And then uh, was that? Well, then I was watching, I believe it was the Cowboys, the 49ers, and of course, you look like they're going to win the Super Bowl. Good Lord. I mean, you want to talk about a team that isn't bipolar? They're just fucking good, and that's the Niners. You know, I get mistaken for Christian McCaffrey all the time when I go out. I, I know you do. And, and you know what? Here's the weird thing. I saw an interview with Christian McCaffrey recently. He says he gets misrecognized as Joe Murphy all the time. Wow, I could see that. They're like, I've seen, I've seen your genitalia before. Um, 
But yeah, you know, I you know, I told them I need mean, mostly they think it's the biceps when they see my, you know, my tickets for the gun show. Yeah, you know. That is true. But, that is very, very but, true. They, 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 they think, are you an NFL player? Like are you thinking the Niners? And well I could, let's talk about it, honey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, Joe, but, you, uh, you, know. <laughs> you you called while I was talking about movies, and I, I started the segment off. There's a new movie coming out in March that I think you're going to have to go see. It's called The American Society of Magical Negroes. Magical Society of what? Negroes. Of oh, Negroes, yes, yes. I, I believe that takes place in the South. <laughs> Um, but we're talking about Christmas movies. It's Christmas time. You a big Christmas file, Joe? You know, I, I am because my mom was a big Christmas. She loved, for my mom loved Christmas. And so uh, it was always a special thing. And every year, you know, we'd be like, you know, she's a single mom. And every year it would be like, there's not, it's going to be a thin Christmas kid. It's not going to be like years before. It's going to be, and of course it wasn't. Every year we jumped out and there's a tree of presents everywhere. And so she just loves Christmas. So I've, it's always been a kind of a special thing for me. All right. So I got to ask you, uh, Christmas movies, what are your go-to Christmas movies? Well, my go-tos are the staples, of course, the staples are Die Hard. Um, okay. Um, Miracle on 34th. Oh, old school. Wow, you're kicking it way old school. Well, I don't know, but you know what? It's like, uh, you think of all the lives I've touched. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Right. And then A Christmas Story. Okay. I so watched you, that one because I did get it. a BB gun as, mm-hmm. a, as a kid, you know, and I was also a juvenile delinquent because of it. Right, um, and, and nothing's but, uh, changed. Nothing has changed at all, yeah. Um, so, like, Christmas, I never thought it was And then I watched the, uh, um, I watched the, the classics and Charlie Brown, you know, the Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas oh, yeah. tree thing. Um, you've got Rudolph, of course, because I always wanted to be a dentist. Oh, fuck that. I, no, I can't watch that claymation stuff, man. That claymation <laughs> stuff creeps me out, Joe. I know they do. I don't know what if you watch it. I don't. I don't think it's claymation. I'm not sure it is, but my all-time favorite is the little drummer boy. Well, you know, Joe. On Thursday, uh, after your segment, or uh, actually uh, leading into your segment, I know that your favorite Christmas song is um, is the little drummer boy by Bob Seger. So we will be playing that Thursday, leading into you. Well, I, I appreciate that. that. That's awesome. And you know what? If you could do me a favor, uh, uh, if you could do me a favor, maybe for my mom, you could play uh, Oh Holy Night or something like that. I, I can I can do that for you. I'll find a good version of that, and I will do that for you. Well, uh, brother, I'm going to get all Christmassy then. I'll be all fired up. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I hope that you have a great day, and we will talk to you again on Thursday, Joe. Okay, buddy. I can't wait. See all you, right, pal. Buddy. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy checking in. And now we have some breaking news, and this is very sad breaking news. I don't even know why I'm here this week now. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Pat Martin is going to have to cancel. Um, I'm not going to go into it, but... uh, he feels terrible for it. Uh, he just had emergency surgery done. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, I just want you to get better. You let me know when you're ready to go. 
and you can be on. Get better, my friend. There you go. So Pat will not be on Wednesday. That's just too doggone bad. Darn it to heck. Uh, safety guys' best wishes, PM. Can we at some point play Melikaliki Maki? Uh, well, the Elvis version. I don't have the Elvis version, but I, I will probably play that a number of times this week uh, because we will be avoiding. Tomorrow we are going to do the Celebrity-Ass Deathmatch Worst Christmas Songs. And there's a couple that are in there that I didn't even know were were, were around. Ooh, bring Mikey on. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Um, to Mikey. Mikey. Uh, okay, let's see. And we'll voice this one. You guys can hear the text. Hey, buddy. No, wait. I don't want it up there. I want it down here. Hey, buddy. Pat was supposed to be on the show Wednesday, but he had some health issues seeing if you could be on Wednesday. Sandy. All right. Sent that to Mikey. There we go. Uh, Let's see. I I thought someone in my death pool died. No, not yet. Best wishes for PM's recovery. Looking forward to him being on in early 2024. Christmas shoes is the worst. I, I, I don't Christmas shows. Yeah. The fucking thing. Um, but yes, we will play uh, that song for sure. Uh, what else we got here? No, that's about it. All right. Well, we have to we have to take a break here. And I got to download Old Holy Night because I don't have that. So I got to remember to hold on a second here. Let, let let's do this live on the air. That way you guys can see that I did it. Uh, oh, Holy Night. I wonder who he'd want me to get it from. Josh Groban, Carrie Underwood, Celine Dion. Let's see what Celine Dion sounds like. Yeah, that one will be good. I'll probably play that one. Holy night. There we go. All right, we've got that one in there. The worst list better include a few songs by former Beatles. Oh, House of Pain, don't you worry about that, my friend. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Josh Groban has an incredible voice. Kale, that could be the gayest thing you've ever said on the show. Let's see. Let's play some Josh Groban here. We're not playing this song yet. Just We're just playing this. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. I like a chick's version better. Mary, did you know by Pentatonix is one of my favorites? Okay, hold on a second here. Uh, Browse and Mary. There you go. Uh, Let's see. Uh, There we go. We got it added. All right. Come on, add, damn it. Put that right there. We'll go download and push that right there. Okay. Fantastic. Put that right there. Uh, let's see. Pentatonic's very gay. But that's Alicia. Alicia can be gay. And by the way, if you want to call her gay, you can call her gay to her face. I wouldn't call her gay to her face. 
shit, I'm already in a fucking ankle lock triangle, in triangle hole from her. Christmas Shoes song is by is by New Song, okay? You didn't like that one? Xmas Time for My Penis by the Vandals. Yeah, probably not going to play that one. That one did not make the list, but there is one in there that does make the list that is very, very naughty. Uh, all right, so there you go. Man, oh, man, this sickness and everything is getting everybody. Good Lord. Good Lord. No Christopher tomorrow, no Pat on Wednesday. Good God. Rudolph and Polar Express are the worst. I'm not a big fan of the Polar. I, I never saw the Polar Express, but Tom Hanks was in it. Didn't need to see it. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Whoops, wrong hitting buttons. Um, and you can always hit me up on Mixler. Did my Alabama song make the list? What, Christmas and Dixie? I played it this morning. Uh, Christmas shoe song makes me cry. All right. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land. Where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas Will be green and bright The sun to shine by day And all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is a wise way To say Merry Christmas to you Melikilikimaka is a thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. will be green and bright the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day that's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikalikimaka is a wise way To say Merry Christmas A very Merry Christmas A very, very Merry, Merry Christmas to you
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that'll talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot Like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your heart It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once more. On stage show, on radio, on Hold on a second. Ch- 
child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand? Did you know? Yes, I, I, I showed up a little too early there. Thank you, Battleborn. Uh, there you go. There was the uh, Pentatonics. Mary, did you know while Alicia's out home doing homestead chores by making butter, buttermilk and creamer. Love it. Fantastic. Oh, look at that. Mage is on the phone. Mage, what's up, buddy? Hold on a second. Let me stop this sound effect. There you go. What's up, pal? So my, my family is on a road trip, and they're listening to you guys, and my son was like, Call the show. Talk to talk to Arnie so your mom mom can hear you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, there you go. Delta, your wish. That's your Christmas gift. Now you don't have to get him anything. This is your gift. Hey, so I got a funny story for you, man. Okay. I, I went to a uh, Christmas party that was uh, Christmas vacation themed this weekend. Okay. So I was walking around telling everybody the shitter was full. Okay, good, good, good. Were you dressed and like Cousin Eddie? I had the crappy hat and a, like a leisure suit uh, blazer on. Oh. And, um, um, 
our pastor was at the party mm-hmm. and picks up, you know, those peanut butter cookies that have a Hershey's kiss in the middle. That's yeah. Melted? Yeah. Those things are delicious. So my pastor picks one up and it starts, it starts gobbling one down. And I was like, I look at him. I was like, I see you're interested in the Christmas nipple cookies. <laughs> and he almost spits it out and he goes, dude, you can't say stuff like that to me, man. <laughs> see now, now see, this is where I think your pastor needs, needs a little funny bone injected in into him. What what character was he? No, no, it's not that it's not that he wasn't funny. He, he was he was upset because he almost spit it out and oh. he was enjoying the cookies. Oh, okay, well, no, no, but see, he needs to be a little edgier. See, if I were to be the cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation, I would wear the speedos with the tank top tanked in, uh, tucked into them. That's what I would be wearing. I mean, that would be a quite the sight to me. See me in a, a tank top and speedos at the same time. <laughs> so my plan next year is I'm going to be dressed as. Uh, Clark Griswold when he was in the attic. Okay. You, you know where the, he's wearing the pajamas and he finds grandma's clothes. So oh, he yeah. has like the pink gloves and like the hair wrap and the meat. Oh man, your like, pastor's gonna talk to cover. you. Your your pastor's gonna say, Are are you are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> yep, there it is. Good stuff, Mage. Good hey, you have a good day, my friend in Delta and, and, and Mrs. Mage, please drive safely. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. Uh, all right, there you go. Now, now we have to make a phone call. Uh, um, here we go. This this could go really, really good or really bad. I don't know. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please hang up and redial the number, including the area code. And now, oh, I didn't dial the area code. Okay, all right. Star six seven. Uh, seven and seven. I can't do four dash six star six seven seven oh seven nine four four two three eight oh. Thank you for calling the French Laundry. During the holiday season, the restaurant will be closed on December nineteenth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth. We release our reservations exclusively through our website. FrenchLaundry.com on the first of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the following month. On December 1st, we will be releasing reservations for both January and February as we will be taking our annual winter break. Look, at the I just want to talk January. to somebody there. On February 1st, we will continue to release all our reservations. I know it's early there, basis. but it's the French Laundry. If you are They'll interested be open. in adding your name to the wait list for any date or dates within the months currently available, please visit our website. Our current office hours are Monday through Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We can also be reached via email at concierge at frenchlaundry.com. To repeat this message, please press pound. To speak to a concierge, please press zero. Thank you. They're open. Oh, they hung up. Why'd they hung up? Let's try that shit again. Hold on a second here. Because this is a good call. I, I Now I'm upset. Thank you for calling the French Laundry. 
Thank you for calling the French Laundry. This is Julia. How may I assist? Yes, I was wondering what your parking situation is like there. I'll be uh, joining you for Christmas Eve early. So we have street parking available uh, around mm. the restaurant. There is some in front of the restaurant on Washington Street. Okay. Uh, very, very tricky for my slate. Uh, just wondering, uh, I've been there once before. Will you guys be having the mozzarella sticks on Friday night? I haven't I haven't seen that before, no. No no mozzarella in, in, in marinara sauce and the appetizers. Wh- which restaurant are you referring to? The French laundry. Okay. Uh yes, I our menu changes daily, so I I haven't seen that. So Okay, uh well my my, 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 my name is Mr. Kringle and I was just hoping to put in a request for mozzarella sticks on on Sat on Christmas Eve. We're, I, cl- we're closed on Christmas Eve. Oh my goodness! Well, that that that's just terrible. Now now I'm gonna have to find another place to eat. Happy holidays! Yeah, I, I love you. Happy holidays! Ho ho ho! It says they're open. What kind of restaurant closes on Christmas Eve? You gotta be open Christmas Eve. I don't think she cared for the mozzarella sticks line. (laughs) She's walking around in there going, somebody just asked if we're going to have mozzarella sticks on the menu. (laughs) Oh, all right. I I got one more call to make, but we have some stories that we got to get to here. (laughs) Um. What's the name of the, uh, the the song on love? Actually, uh, what what it, it's uh, Billy Mac. Hold on a second here. Uh, Christmas is all around. This one right here. She's an uppity cunt in training. She was. I've never gotten an "I love you" back. No. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. There you go. That'll be stuck in your head all day. You're welcome. Uh, one more call to make. <laughs> I was trying to get to when she said street parking. I was like, oh well, shit! I can't say I'm gonna park my reindeer that. Uh, gosh. I mean, fucking Waffle House is open on Christmas Eve. Well, the the French Laundry can't be open on Christmas Eve. That's bullshit. No, look at us and our fancy $350 a plate dinner. Ooh, wow. I tell you what, you charge me $350 for a plate of food and you ain't got one mozzarella stick on there? Oh, I should ask for tater skins. Oh, damn it. What about potato skins? <laughs> should have gone the lit- down the litany of white trash appetizers. Okay, so there- there's no mozzarella sticks. You're going to have <laughs> potato skins? How about some fried calamari? What about chicken wings? Y'all got chicken wings there? Queso? <sighs> All right, we were talking to the NFL in the last place. 
or in 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 the last segment. Um, there are people in the NFL. Uh, the people in the NFL, Roger Goodell, is thinking about getting rid of a certain tackle, the hip drop tackle, where you grab a guy by the hips and you fall to the ground and tackle him to the ground uh, because it's resulting in injuries, and players are now fucking pissed. Okay, now players are finally pissed? Tater Skin's got the spit take for you today. All right, fantastic. Got another one in there. Check out, what was this, like six days in a row? Somebody's held with a spit take? I'm doing my great. What wine would you recommend with biscuits and gravy? I'll have to remember that one. You should call back and tell her that the Waffle House is open on Christmas Eve and ask them why aren't they. And they bring up, say something to tune, like you guys are still riding that belief that you can do whatever you want because Newsom has given you the fuck it all pass. Little Smokies, then say goodbye, I love you. We might have to call the French Laundry back this week. Not tomorrow because they're closed tomorrow on the 19th. Uh, you see the hit on the Steelers uh, did on the seat? No, I have not seen the hit. Um, but players are finally coming out, and they're saying that they're accusing their boss of trying to turn this into fucking flag football. Which, by the way, I have not gone on my tirade against flag football because I want to save it for when I'm on stage seeing you guys next year. I'm embarrassed. Literally, I am embarrassed as a football fan, as an American. that we have somehow ushered in flag football into the Olympics. This is, this is as far as I'm going with it. You are pussing up the game. You're pussifying everything. You, there was a hit yesterday in, in the Cowboys game. Look, this hit was not going to change the outcome of the game. First of all, they missed a cheap shot on, on Mika Parsons. Then they called a roughing the passer play. When the guy was trying to pull up, you're moving 270 pounds in pads that fast towards something. You can't just stop on a dime. And the guy put his forearm on Josh Allen's chest. And Josh Allen fucking, he flopped like a bitch. And they called roughing the passer. Now, Dak got hit a couple times after passes were thrown. Nothing was thrown. They've made the league fucking sissified. Okay, here's the hit. That's the hit from yesterday. Thank you, XXG Force. All right, Steelers guy, okay. Boom! Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. He got crushed. Hold on a second. Let me watch that again. Let me watch this. I, that's a clean hit. He led with his shoulder. He went with his shoulder. I mean, are they calling unprotected receiver? It looks like he ducks his head, but he, he's lowering his shoulder. I mean, that's a that's a vicious hit. That that's what the league is. Yeah, the the receiver's diving for the ball. You can see it's not head to head contact. You can see his shoulder fucking's hitting him. He hit him clean and was ejected. He got ejected. Well, of course he got ejected because this is the NFL now. That's a clean hit. I'm sorry. Look, look. I'm sorry to all the new people that watch the NFL that see hits like this and go, "Oh my God, what do you think made this league? What What do you think? I, I honestly, 
I know none of the ass family is saying this, but why do you think we liked it so much? Why do you think it was so popular? The game is dangerous. I want you to think about sports. We should just go ahead and ban skates now in hockey. I don't, I don't know how they're going to play it. I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked that far into it. But we should ban skates in hockey due to the fact that Guy got his jugular vein cut on the ice this year and died. This fella from the Colts ain't going to die. He's going to continue to play for the Colts, which you would probably want death before that. The NFL stands for Nice Feelings League. Flag football coming to a stadium near you. No skates and hockey might be interesting. Well, I I mean, we're going to have to soften the ice. We live in a society now that's a bunch of fucking pussies. I'm sorry to say that. You know, every year. I don't remember hearing too much about it last year, but usually every year we hear a story about a kid who gets hit with a comeback ball in baseball. And the first thing they do is, oh, you got to ban those aluminum bats. Get rid of those doggone aluminum bats. The ball's coming off too hot. And then usually a day or two after that happens, somebody in the major leagues gets hit. We're talking about the best baseball players in the world. Fuck every other country. We have the best. And we use wooden bats here. And the wooden bat, the ball comes off, and it's going 110 miles an hour, and it hits a pitcher in the head. We aren't going to start banning bats, are we? I mean, Christ's sake, we've made baseball so pussified now where we have nets going all the way around the stadium to where you can't catch a foul ball anymore because people are more interested on what's on their goddamn phones and not paying attention to a game that they paid top dollar for. Do you know how many people are going to be at opening day when I should be? And they're going to be on their phones just playing along, not paying attention to when they drop the pennant for the world champion Texas Rangers. I fucking hate this. This is too safe. We have to be safer. Player safety. It's not a safe game. Football's not a safe game. Baseball is not a safe game. Hockey, not safe. Sorry. Uh, We need sarcastic ball. Bring on Randy Marsh. Well, there aren't any more enforcers in hockey. Well, they got rid of that because fighting is just, oh, that's terrible. It's a part of the fucking game. But, but if we switch to wheeled skates, someone might get their finger run over. Or somebody could twist an ankle. Well, get rid of skates altogether. We need basketball. How long before the NFL has players wearing those external helmet pads they use in practice next season? V-Coop, they've already talked about it. Oh, they, they, that, that, that's coming. They're, they're trying to figure out how they can get their logos on those things. That, that's already happening. You remember when they tried that in baseball? When they got the like, when 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 a, a pitcher got hit in the head with a, a line drive, he came back and he had one of them big old stupid looking hats on. Look, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you got hit. Too bad. 
the diaper hat like uh, Ihan Omar. We make base coaches wear batting helmets now because one base coach got hit and lost his life. It's a sad story, and I'm sorry that to his family that died. But base coaches need to wear batting helmets now. Are they not paying enough attention? It's like people getting upset about Sean Strickland and DDP getting into a brawl at UFC Saturday. They're fighting next month. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? They're going to talk shit to each other? Love Strickland. I'm going to tell you right now, the UFC and boxing, I honestly, uh, thank God for their fans that keep them fucking paid and, and going. And if you're an MMA fan and you're mad at Bud Light, you need to fucking, you need to slow your roll because they're paying those guys good money now because this is a sport that they wanted to outlaw a long time ago. And they're doing everything in their power to try and get it banned. Hell, it wasn't uh, it wasn't legal to fight in New York State for the longest time. If you want a safe sport, play golf. Just don't cheat on your wife or take a shitload of drugs and drive fast. Golf's not safe. No, no, no. Uh, fucking fans get hit all the time. People get hit with golf balls all the time. Golf's not safe. We're gonna have to. You know what? This is what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to wear helmets out on the golf course too, just in case. Because we live in the just-in-case society. We put nets up all around the baseball because that. it happened in hockey. You remember the little girl who got hit in the chest? Because, well, she wasn't paying attention and her family wasn't either. And a slap shot came up, hit her in the chest, gave her an instant heart attack. She died. Not even House could save her. Well, what do we got to do? We got to put up nets at all hockey games because one kid died. I remember doing the numbers, and I, I don't remember what the numbers were, but this is the way I based it on um, accidents at Major League Baseball games every season. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can do the numbers here uh, just real fast. Cause the, and, and this is poignant to my argument here about how absolutely retarded and stupid this is. Uh, accidents at MLB games. 2023. What's the number? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't want to know the injury list. I want to know how many people were got hurt. Oh, you know what? Let's see. Fan accidents. Fan accidents. Well, I remember the number was something like 21,000 people got hurt at Major League Baseball games. That's the number I'm going to roll with here. Now, when you roll with that number, you think to yourself, wow, 21,000, that's a lot of people that got hurt going to Major League Baseball games. In some places, that's almost an entire stadium. But then you need to extrapolate. There are 30 Major League teams, Correct that draw about 2 million people each every year. So 30 times 2 million equals 60 million people go to baseball games a year. 60 million people. And of that 60 million, 21,000 are hurt. Do the numbers. See what that percentage is. It's ridiculous that there are nets up at every major league game now. Especially when on the ticket it says we are not responsible if you get hit with a flying object. 
We got shut down because 0.037% of the population got sick and died. Once again, it, look, look, that's just falling into it exactly. Correct the mundo. The majority of fan injuries from NFL games is probably of fights at Allegiant Stadium. Can't believe, look, look. This is why I didn't go, because fights at NFL games are happening. They're on the rise because people are just fucking crazy. But they happen at baseball games. What was his name? Brian Stowe, the guy who got fucking crippled going to a Dodgers-Giants game. Had nothing to do with the game. Why do we have nets up? Look, 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 injuries are... Spectators, and, and when they, and by the way, that's not 21,000 people getting hit with foul balls. That the 21,000, those are people falling downstairs, tripping, getting into fights. That's part of that 21,000. That's not all people getting hit with foul balls. Or fans, or Cowboys fans' head exploding. I don't know why anybody's head is exploding. You can ask Braddy Kid. I wasn't even yelling at the TV yesterday. I've been expecting it. I'll be yelling next week at the TV when Miami's not fucking covering. So there you go. They pussified football even more. Unbelievable. All right, now did I did I do this number right? Let's see. There it is. No, that ain't it. That ain't the one I want. All right, here we go. Hold on a second. We got another number here. Call here. Star six seven nine oh seven. Calling Alaska seven four five five three eight zero. Yes, I want to call it. Say they're open. Maybe I'll get a voicemail. Thank you for calling Alaska TLC Kennels. To bypass this message, press pound to leave a voicemail. We are conveniently located south of Palmer near the... At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, simply hang up or press pound for further options. Hello, my name is Hermie, and I'm uh, calling for my boss who is looking to go on vacation on December 26th, and he has a slew of animals that he needs kenneled. Um, it's eight rather large breeds and... Uh, they need a place to stay. Uh, one of them comes home with us because he lights everything up, including our hearts. Uh, if you could give us a call back at 1-800-CLAWS-RULES, uh, that would be fantastic. Happy Christmas, and uh, I love you. There you go. It's 7.30 there. Yeah, oh, it, well, they were open. I, I have their website. So I'm sure they're listening to that right now, wondering if they're going to be kindling Santa Claus's reindeer. I hope so. Staying in the sports world. Oh, I knew I had to do this show. 
Oh, God damn it. Just when you thought that this broad couldn't shut up or, or couldn't say another dumb thing, just when you thought that Megan Rapinoe had opened her fucking vagina fucking licking mouth, if you, you thought that she couldn't go any further, well, she just fucking did. In the new Netflix documentary, Under Pressure, the U.S. Women's World Cup team said having to hear from critics was too much on top of the normal pressures of the job, saying that playing for the United States Women's National Team was, quote, I always say it was the worst job in the world, because if you do your job, then you were supposed to. And if you've done one hair less, then you're going to get lambasted for it. So, 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 let me, 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 let me get this straight just real fast. Because sometimes I'm a little slow on the uptick. You're saying that being flown around in private jets and getting to play a game that you earn money for, to, to, to play, and representing your country, okay, and you're treated like a rock star, even though you shouldn't be because, well, you're a woman soccer player, you're telling me that that's a worse job than the guy who has to squeegee the windows at peep shows? You're telling me that that is a worse job than cleaning porta potties? <coughs> You're telling me that being paid to play soccer. Oh, and endorsement deals because of your job as well. That is a worse job than telling somebody that their baby is about to die. That's a worse job than that. Okay. Boy, oh boy, you you poor thing. You have the worst job in the world that you get to play a game for a living. Damn, Megan sounds like Barry White. Take the good with the bad, you stupid bitch. Uh, she's complaining about criticism she received from choosing to protest the anthem of the country she chose to represent. Sounds like she might have created that pressure. But see, V Coop, you get it. Alicia gets it. We all get it. Yeah, you're supposed to win. That's your job. And if you don't win then yes, you're going to get criticized for it. You got criticized because you decided that you wanted to say fuck you to the country that is allowing you to play for it. It's not like you were you were you came out of the womb and you automatically said I'm going to play professional women's soccer and eat pussy. You you, you didn't come out of the womb saying that. Are you a good soccer player? I don't know. I guess. I mean, you made the women's national team. But then you decided that it was more important for you to talk about 
the quote-unquote atrocities that are happening in this country, I would like to point out the atrocities that happen in America. Now, are there bad things that happen in this country? Yes, school shootings, fucking, you know, it, it, parents leaving kids in dumpsters. Yes, there, there are atrocities that do happen in this country. She made millions of dollars playing a sport. Now, if she wants to be an activist, fine. Let me ask you this there, Megan, you stupid twat waffle. When you decided to take your knee, see, we always have to talk about this. This is the part that that gets me the most irritated. You decided to do your right as an American and take a knee for the national anthem. And I got to say, you know what, bully for you. You wanted, to, you wanted to exercise your freedom of speech, and there's nothing I can say about that. Now, where you chose to do it, because you chose to do it at an international soccer event where people would talk about it. Now, here's the problem. There's a lot of people that believe in that song and believe in that flag. There's a lot of people that have died for that song and that flag. You will never catch me sitting when that song is being played especially at a sporting event. You'll not see me kneeling. You'll not see me with a hat on. Why? Because I'm paying respect to the people that made that flag and gave us this opportunity. You want to talk about the atrocities in the world today? That's fine. How about you show some fucking respect to the people that gave us all these freedoms and rights? When you take a knee, you're taking a knee and flipping off people like Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk was a super-duper gay activist in San Francisco, California, who was killed while in office by another city council member because Harvey Milk wanted to to fight for gay rights, and he did. And he did so, and he made it the the argument because that's what America's about. You're spitting in his face. I don't know what's with this movement. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I, I don't know what they, they expect in the world. But man, oh man, when they get that look at the real world for the first time, sometimes I want to be there just to enjoy that moment when they realize the real world is a shithole. And it's the shithole that you make. You can choose not to be in the shithole. Or you can choose to be in the shithole of the world. And there are shithole places in this country. Arkansas, talking to you and all your fucking catfish restaurants. (laughs) There's a song that says, you take the good, you take the bad, you you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. I love it that playing for the women's national team Private jets, all you get to see the world, and you get paid to see the world. That's a that's a that's the worst job ever. Hmm. I would say that that manually stimulating bulls is probably a worse job to have. If you have to jerk off a bull to climax, I would imagine that that's a worse job 
than playing for the U.S. women's national team and where you receive at least, a, at least you're probably making seven figures for them. I'm going to Arkansas for two weeks in the middle of January. I need to find some good catfish restaurants. Just drive on the highway. You'll find plenty of them. She should go check out a lithium mine. She should join the child labor camp that makes her shoes before she complains about her job. Either one of those, because you know that she's probably some kind of whack job environmentalist. You know she's going to be vegan. But she does like to eat on fish, if you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Her and Sue Bird, yuck. Oh, that would definitely suck for her since she doesn't like cock. You think she knows what Greta tastes like? Oh, come on. Her and Greta? You know, I I, I, I don't know because I don't know if Greta is that big of a soccer star or if, if, if she's that big of an environmental loser. Uh, but when recently asked... How dare you? CV Coop, you can't do that. Poor, poor Greta. I... You know, Greta's going to end up tasting like figs and dirt and, 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 and just regret. I would probably say that a fluffer in the porn industry, if you don't know what that is, uh, it's the person that gets the male actors warmed up before their scenes. And by warmed up, I mean, <laughs> that'd be gobbling on cock right there. I would imagine that being a fluffer, worse job than playing for the women's national team. Being the guy that has to hold the ball cam in porn. Because, you know, there's always that one angle where you see the balls slapping. That dude has a worse job than you, Megan Rapinoe. She probably tastes like good G- keys from the Geo Metro. So she probably tastes like a fucking handful of fucking warm nickels. There's a new depression pill for lesbians. It's called Tricock Again. Ooh, yeah, Tricock Again. I've never felt better. While on Tricock Again, you warning signs, you may become pregnant. She'll go do commercials for Subaru. But she better not drive anything except a Subaru. Oh, I can't stand this broad. Just go away. Hey, Megan, no one has ever, and by no one, I mean no men. No men have ever masturbated to you. You are not in anybody's fucking highlight reel. Unless there's a guillotine. And a donkey plowing you from behind. If that if that's the scene that, that you're you're getting plowed from behind by a donkey while your head lays in a guillotine, I'd probably watch that. Oh, this this would be a, like a great line of pornos. What comes first? And of course, you spell come c u m s.
You're going to get me fired. I started to laugh again in the Zoom meeting. Warm nickels. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That smell of warm nickels that's in your hand. Oh, God, that's the worst. You find a gal that smells like warm nickels, there ain't nothing she won't do. I mean, she goes ass to mouth, like, without even questioning. She just takes it. Yeah, you come across a gal that smells like fucking a handful of warm nickels, your your toes are getting curled. That girl right there, that, that girl that smells like the handful of warm nickels, she wears a t-shirt that says, I like the oops. Mm-mm-mm. Or if you're one of them fellas that pulls the oops, you know, a little bit of the rape in you, but that's okay. You pull the oops, and if you don't know what the oops are, you need to grow up. Delta, you're not old enough to know what the, the oops are. But if you pull the oops and she says, leave it there, that's this gal right here for you. As soon as she says, leave it there, you're going to get this fucking bouquet of warm nickels hit you in the face. My hope today is that somebody gets some change and there's a nickel in there and they see it and they just start laughing. Look, man, I don't know where my head goes sometimes. Sometimes I'm just crazy. Well, he says, oh, wow. Good God almighty. Jesus. Lauren Sanchez, the gal who's, like, engaged to Jeff Bezos. Good Lord. She has got some fucking hoots. She is not afraid to show them either. She is going to bleed that guy dry. Look, I'm just looking at her right now. Lauren Sanchez is going to take every bit of money from Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, we all know, is kind of nerdy. Oh, I know that he wears size medium shirts now, and he, he does a few arm curls here and there, and he, he's looking okay. She is going to fuck his shit clean up. I feel an oops coming uh, one. I feel an oops coming on. Whoops, there it is. Fun fact, there are more women CEOs than world's women sanitation workers. Good God almighty. I mean, seriously. I'll, I'll share the picture with y'all. This is her 54th birthday. Good God almighty. Save some tits for the rest of the world, lady. Hell, even Lauren Boebert's like, good God. What's it with women named Lauren? Amazon Prime Air is testing the drones near our yard. I keep waiting to see a bald head out there hoping for a crash. Jeff is looking pretty good lately. I was surprised at what what I saw shirtless. Oh, he's still a puss. He's probably on the juice. He ain't going to put that hard work in. There he is leaving with her. Check me out. Yeah, I got another medium shirt on. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff Bezos. 
Now, look, I ain't got nothing against Jeff Bezos except the fact that he doesn't wear shirts that are big enough and that the cowboy hats he puts on are stupid. She smells of warm nickels and burning plastic. Oh, I bet you she smells like gingerbread houses. He gets pegged for sure. Oh, God, yeah. He's on the juice, allegedly. I mean, he's not all that jacked. I mean, it ain't like he's Mark Wahlberg jacked. She smells like a U.S. mint. No kidding. Good God. You know, I'm I'm looking at the the news stores over here. Kim Kardashian showcases her tiny waist along uh, while toting mini Hermes Kelly bag for coffee run in L.A. Um, She might have a small waist, but she got a fat fucking ass. Maybe smells like burnt condoms and carrots. Lauren Bober, uh, Lauren Sanchez, she probably, look, man, her hoo-ha. If you ever find a black widow's nest, smell it, because I'm betting that's what it smells like, because she is going to destroy. Isn't that, don't the female black widows after procreation, don't they destroy their mate? Yeah, yeah, that's happening. Bezos ain't no player. Any other crazy stories in here? Oh, by the way, yesterday during the Chiefs game, of course, they showed Taylor Swift, and they showed a scene of her jumping up and cursing. Well, first of all, she needed to sit down because her boyfriend wasn't passing her fear. He just fell fucking down. Praying man. Okay, so so she's like a praying man. Is she gonna she gonna do all those things to Jeff Bezos? But they showed her in her luxury suite, and there was a play, and and her boyfriend got taken out of the play, and she stood up when there was no call made, and she said, "You know, you fuck or something like that." And people are, "Oh my god, I can't believe Taylor's." Like, Y'all never been to a football game? This ain't me standing up for Taylor. This is me saying y'all are y'all are trying too hard. Taylor, you're a role model. She ain't a role model that night. She ain't. She's in the luxury booth. She's watching her man play. After his fourth wife, I'm sure he got really good free noticeable agreement. The mantis bites the head off. No, goddamn! Oh, yeah, I get. Yeah, she she gonna bite his damn pocketbook off. And they haven't gotten married yet, so I I can't. <sighs> Boy, do I add that to my my predictions for Friday? That these two don't go through with it. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be a good call. But I I, I don't think I'm gonna go there because I really don't care about the Bezos. Because. Look, truth be told, uh, I, I just don't give a shit. Jag off. Uh, I think they are surprised. She said, fuck, because she doesn't say that in bed. She says, fornicate me harder. 
All right, this is our last story here. And this, I got to say, I, I got... I don't mean to make fun of the dead, but... He was a retard. He's retarded. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Everybody knows you never go full retard. Uh-oh. You went full alert. retard, man. Retard alert. A Washington state man is being arrested, and they think that he's a serial killer. People that are rich are, are morons for getting married. We all know how it ends. Might as well have quantity. Wonder if their wedding registry is on Amazon. Probably. Um, the story of 40-year-old Richard Bailey Jr. He's currently awaiting trial for the 2021 murder of Brandy Blake. Well, they're looking into him now for three additional murders in Auburn, Washington area. Um, what he would do is he would lure his victims out by asking them to help digging up buried gold. So ask family. Females of the ass family, I need your help. First of all, I need y'all to go back in time. That's enough. I want to know, like, when y'all were in clubs and stuff, and you, you know, getting all greased up on a dude and, and dancing away, if a feller came up to you and said, hey, baby, let's get outside of this place and let's go dig up some gold bars that I know are buried. Ask family, ladies, I, I got the Jeopardy mu- music ready to go. Uh, uh, real quick. You make the call. So if a guy is hitting on you in a nightclub and he says, hey, let's get out of here so we can go dig up some gold bars, what would you do? Uh, safety guy says run. I guess the ass family women, they're, they're, they're just going to, uh, they're, they're going to stand around and just whoop his ass. Cadam says, fuck no. Battleborn. <laughs> Battleborn says. Oh, shit. Hey, baby, how you doing? You come here off? Mm. I like the looks of you. You look like you could be a great digger. You want to go with me and go dig up some gold bars? Now, now, if you ever hear that, digging up gold bars is a euphemism for being raped and then murdered. Can you see this guy on the court? Your Honor, Your Honor, we all know in the serial killing world that if you ask somebody to go dig up gold bars, that means that they want to get raped and killed. It's just a fact, Your Honor. Well, if that's the case, innocent. 
That's not a gold bar. No, that's a shovel you keep repeatedly hitting me with. By the way, this didn't happen to just one woman. This happened to at least four. Now, I'm not picking on women here to say women are dumb. Those women were dumb. Because there are plenty of men that would have done the same thing if a guy... Ga- now, let me just tell you real quick. If you want to kill men, and you... Yes. Oh, my God. If you're a chick serial killer, and you say, Hey, fella, before we get out of here, you want to go dig up some gold? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Safety guy says, hard R digger. Yes. Fucking guys would be getting killed left and right if you're going to... Uh, before we have sex. If sex is on the plate, Jesus. Hey, would you mind if I poured acid on your head? No, I wouldn't. Let's go. Let's get it over with. All right, ass family, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. We got we to move things around. Hopefully Christopher gets better by the end of this week. Pat's going to be with us in 2024. Hopefully I hear from Mikey soon and get him on the show Wednesday. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Monday and adios, everybody. Uh-
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.